Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, along with guest Robert Lewis, Philip talks about ways to improve your cash flow using your home equity. Should I buy a home if rates go up? And what about if they go down? Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. Alrighty, it is actually September. You know what? I'm actually recording this on September 7th, and I'm probably gonna drop both of these today because I recorded one before this, um, but I didn't do one for Labor Day. <laughs> so this probably dropping today too. So we'll just say the real date, September 7th. Got my boy Rob back on. What up, Rob? What's going on, good sir? Good brother? Uh, life treating you well? It is. It is. I, I cannot and shall not complain. And the majority of the time, nobody would want to hear it anyway. I, I got I, I think about like changing my greeting. Right. You know how we greet folks and say, how are you doing? Like, we really don't care. I want to say something like, you know, tell me something good. What, what, <laughs> what, what, what are you excited about? You know, something something like that that I actually want to hear because I really don't want to. Hey, that's a good one. What are you excited about? What are you excited about? People are like, oh man, nobody ever asked me that before. Tell me something good. That sounds real granddaddy-ish. Uh, I was about to say, uh, like, 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 oh, like, oh, grandfather, uncle-ish. You know what I'm saying? Grand, you know, grandfather, brother. You know, my my grandfather's brother used to say that, or grandmother's brother. So today we are talking about home equity, right? And I know a lot of y'all, um, like, if you're like me, like you, you, you pay that mortgage every month. And I'm looking at my equity. I'm just like, man, dang, it's a lot. Thank God, <laughs> you know, thank God for home, for home ownership. Because I only put in, you know, I, I, mine just, you know, as you know, Rob, I've, I've in the past talked about how terrible primary residents are as a straight investment. But when I think I about like when I, when I when I talk about the rate of return on what I put in over the last four years versus what we have in equity at the current moment. You know, it actually because you know it's actually one of the best investments on my on my balance sheet. You know, outside of Bitcoin. So, uh, yeah, man, yep. that's a, that's a who 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 knew the government would print money like a drunken sailor? You know? <laughs> <laughs> a, few, a few years from then, and continue to do it. So, oh man, not a drunken sailor. So so I'm uh, but I'm getting lots of questions on home equity because people are saying. Well, man, you know, the obvious, right? I mean, we we know you can sell it, right? And and, and buy a new home. But a lot of folks are like, but I, you know, I, you know, I I can't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to like everything else I want to cost more. So so what are what are some other things that you've seen people use for for, for home equity like responsibly? For, I mean, first, like what's your stance? Do you think it's a good job to ever use home equity? And then if so, what are some good uses that you've seen or talked to clients? Absolutely. I mean, first and foremost, I would always tell people to 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 get with someone like like Mr. Philip Washington and develop a plan with with what they want to do with their equity. But I mean, your your common your common things that people want to use equity for is home remodeling because you want to like where you live, college, education, 
and debt payoff. Those are the main three things that that people use equity for. Now, I, I'm not even going to talk about like obviously what you said initially selling and then using it to buy another home. I don't necessarily say that's using equity. That's just transferring it. I mean, even in my own case, we've also seen the the growth in equity in our home, like you've seen in yours, uh, as the majority of North Texas has seen. (laughs) Texas as a whole, really. Right. Did you know, this is total sidebar, did you know that one of the fastest growing markets in Texas is Midland, Odessa? Really? What's out there? Nothing. Uh, that is where the vast majority of people are who do oil and gas. And that area is blowing up like none other. You know, I had a client that used to do like two weeks on, one week off. He, he was an engineer. And he would drive out there and stay for two weeks and be home for a week and made very good money doing so. Uh, so I guess the the, the people who are commuting is taking a tax on them. So, so they just figured, you know what? We're just going to build up a lot more real estate out here. So uh, Midland do, Odessa is, is developing right now. Do, do, do you see that? a huge as, rate. Do you see that as a trend with like the whole work changing and us being able to do more remotely? I mean, people are able, because you, you had like all along 35, you know, being completely built out as far as like going South, you know, you got Waco, Georgetown, mm-hmm. San Antonio. I mean, all that's be, all these, you know, country towns are being built up. I imagine that's probably going to accelerate, right? Because if you can work from wherever you want and housing getting is getting ridiculous, then shit, I might right. move somewhere. Right. You know, like we said the last time, you know, generally speaking, the more, the further out you go, the, the more affordable housing is. And, you know, a lot of people are just tired of being in the city. You know, they want that peace and quiet where you can go out, not have a neighbor within arm's reach or a stone's throw away from your house. And uh, especially with people working remotely now. So it, it makes that that goal uh, a lot more attainable. You know, that was one of those things that people would talk about as a retirement goal. When I retire, I want to go and get me three acres, a ranch. Yeah, you know, just sit out, peace and quiet, fresh air. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can do that right now, especially with the way that, you know, the whole remote work environment is going now. That makes complete sense. <clears throat> going, going back to the home equity, the, the, those, those are all good ideas. I actually like those ideas as well. You know, I think, I think um, you know, my, my kind of philosophy is more uh, like the old school rule. I, I, you probably have a better number on it. I've always just said 25% just because I think it's conservative and it makes sense. But I think if a certain percentage of your money going towards housing, right? I like to use the number 25%. So my deal is like the equity, if uh, as long as your housing is 25% of what you, what you, you know, what you make, um, that home equity is a good idea for a lot of things. Like you said, paying off credit cards, college loans, and like if, if, right. it made, if, it, if it made that ratio and you need to start a business or even invest in your business, but you had, but you had like the income to pay for it within a 25%, you know, range that, that may not, that, that may not be a bad idea either. Although I'm less excited about that as a goal, because some people think through, they have terrible business plans, right? 
they just mean they, they just say oh i mean i can just take this money and throw it in a bad business i did no you gotta actually have like a like a plan that right. like, it's gonna work you know not <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know <laughs> no, what, what do they call them they, they have these businesses that have minimum minimum viable something i'm like no, this oh isn't yeah thing. i know what you're talking about yeah, uh, Oh, like MVP minimum viable minimum viable product. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh-huh. like oh, this, this is like if you already got a business and you already know how to make money, you just need some more money to pour fuel in the flames. You know, right, right. Well, once you get the uh, what you were saying, your MVP together, that that would be a great idea because then at that point you're just scaling your business. Yeah. Obviously, you you know you have a. a product that works or service that works um you're you're just scaling it you're just 10 times it or Mm. 100 timing it whatever that number may be right but the the caveat is you have to have the income you like you almost got to assume if i put this money into whatever i'm putting it into that i can lose it all and still pay this money back that's why i like the 25 percent ratio because you're like cool like i can go to zero and it doesn't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't blow a hole in my life. Uh, uh-huh. That's that's when I think it makes the most sense, personally. Um, um, you, you, you don't think so? I, I don't, I know this is more your speed, but I, I don't like putting hard numbers on it from that perspective. Got it. Uh, from a, how much you make. I, I think it's more so, in my opinion, based on how much you spend. So <clears throat> you can ah, have okay. somebody who is extremely conservative mm-hmm. and they spend, let's say, 50% of their income on housing. However, the rest of their you know, bills mount up to, let's say, 15%. So <clears throat> they got 35% uh, to play with. And, and conversely, you may have somebody that may only spend 25% on housing, but from a consumer standpoint, they, they're breaking the bank and, and they spend 50% on consumer items, whether it be cars, clothes, electronics, whatever their vice may be going mm-hmm. out to eat all the time. Uh, so it, ju- it just depends on, to me, more so how much you spend. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. To eat, to each its own. Right. I think the point is making sure you don't put yourself in a position to where you take on too much house. Please don't, please don't. Uh, I tell all my clients, I love to put, I love to put you in there, but I love it even more when I can see you stay. Yep. So they, so they can buy multiple houses. Cause if that, if that credit is, Credit is done. They only buying one house from you. What every twenty years? Right, right. They got actually. I, I, I love to come back and 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 have a repeat client, but I, I don't want to have repeat client out of necessity. <laughs> <laughs> right, be like, be like, hey, uh, can you help me uh, get a, get a rental? Uh, like get a rental? You mean like uh like buy a rental? No, no, I gotta like rent. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So I'm like, yeah. what, what's going on with your house? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, man. I need, I need to sell it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. No, cool, man. Cool. Now this was, this was a uh, good info. Any, any, anything else? Anything that we need to be looking out for for the end of the year? 
that you're seeing in the market? I mean, this is out of my my area of expertise. This is more so on the lending side, but uh, supposedly uh, rates will be going up. So get, get in where you fit in. At the end of the day, whether they go up or not, if you're looking to purchase a house, you need to get it. And, and the rate will be what it is. You know, it, it's funny, and I, I will leave on, on this one. Uh, when I bought my first house, my interest rate was 9%. Mm. 9%. So when when people ask me today, oh, man, the interest rates are going up. Like, nah, not really. Right. You're, you're still pretty good. Trust me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't, um, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think we ever had a 9%, but we didn't, we didn't buy till like after, oh wait, you know, and we're, 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 we're in the great, uh, what do you call it? D you got like the triple, triple D's for the de- de- deflationary period of time where you got like demographics, which means like older people, uh, have all the money and they don't buy a lot. So that slows growth that, and that's globally. Then you have, less kids that's not like a d but that's just like you have less maybe it's like less demand for good mm-hmm. you have less kids right and then you have a lot of debt in the system and so you have all these economic deflationary forces which 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 push rates down uh significantly right so um which which i mean to to your note i think i think it's also i think some people might hear that and be like well, man, Philip, are you saying rates will be cheaper um, later? Like, literally, that's the macro bet that I'm making for my investment portfolios. But that actually doesn't mean don't buy a house now, because what ends up happening in that environment is is if if even if rates are lower, people are putting more money into real estate, right? So so the so even though your rate was nine percent, prices were a lot cheaper, right? As those rates go down, the prices get more expensive. So if you're going to buy a house, like like buying a house based on rates is a bad idea. Like buy a house because you want to buy a house. Don't you know what I'm saying? Like like uh, and buy it urgently because either rates are going to be higher or it's going to cost more. Either way, like you lose if you procrastinate and you want to get a house. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and that's the point I was getting at, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, even if your rate is higher, I mean, it may equate to let's say it equates to uh, an extra hundred dollars a month in your payment which is $1,200 over the course of a year, I can almost guarantee you that you will gain that in equity over the course of a year. So that being said, buy your house. (laughs) Don't don't procrastinate. Get your your life together. Get your life together. Do it now. (laughs) Cool. If if anybody's... uh, in, in the market or looking to have questions, what's the best way for them to reach you? Best number to reach me is my direct sale, 317-372-3022. And, and, any social media sites or email you want to share? Uh, Rob L. The Realtor on basically everything, Instagram, Twitter, and also Facebook, Robert Lewis Jr., Sounds good, good brother. Well, I appreciate you. Until next week. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, hey.
If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.